Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. America continues to deal with big time debt and deficit spending. Seems to be a nice tag team these days. Politicians are too busy doing the theatrics and the politicking as opposed to actually getting the work done that is in the job description. And meanwhile, taxpayers uh, are going to go through the whole process of trying to figure out what it is, how is it working, why is it not working, what comes next. Uh, So we want to get past all of that chatter. Uh, We actually want to get to some different ideas in terms of here's a way we can avoid the next fake fight and false choice, the next shutdown showdown, which, by the way, is not that far out. Uh, March is the next deadline that... uh, Congress has uh, punted the ball to someone who's been thinking about that in, in a really interesting way. Martin Louis, associate professor of public affairs at the University of Texas at Austin. Uh, his t- teaching and research broadly focuses on public finance with an emphasis in public financial management. And uh, Professor, uh, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, great piece in The Hill uh, talking about uh, maybe channeling, uh, you started by uh, channeling your inner Bill Clinton in terms of the uh, definition <laughs> of is, but uh, explain that for our listeners. Yeah, our, we had a piece in the Hill. Uh, I co-authored this piece with Michael Granoff, who's uh, an emeritus professor of accounting at the University of Texas at Austin, um, on, uh, really on, on, on the idea of tax expenditures. And uh, we really tried to dig deep into, you know, what the definition of expenditures really are. Um, with a way of perhaps forging some sort of compromise uh, to avoid the next shutdown, which you're correct, is either going to, if this proceeds, it'll be uh, either March 1st or March 8th. Yeah, exactly. And with the two-tier system that the new Speaker of the House has used, we kind of get a double bite at the uh, shutdown showdown this time <laughs> around. Uh, and so so break that down for us in, in terms of uh, how this could play out and how this could, uh, I love the way you frame this, as this is a way to change the conversation and start a different kind of conversation in terms of real solutions. Yeah, no, uh, I think that's kind of what we were trying to go for. So we, you know, we started with the premise that you know both political parties should <laughs> should want to reduce the deficit, given the the state of uh, thirty four trillion dollar debt and a one point five trillion dollar uh, federal budget deficit for two thousand twenty four. But of course, they disagree on whether uh, expenditure cuts or, or tax increases are preferred. And uh, you know, we we think that if you focused on you know the the, the true economic definition of expenditures that um, perhaps some sort of compromise could could be forged in the future, and and our piece is, again is focused on tax expenditures, which are um, credits and exemptions and deductions from from gross income uh, for certain taxpayers. Um, and uh, in our tax code, we've got at least it's 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 over 160 tax expenditures, at, mm. which equal about 105 1.5 trillion in foregone tax revenue. So. The amount of tax expenditures foregone tax revenues is almost equal to our, our annual deficit, at least in 2024. Um, and, and the way we frame it is that these tax expenditures really are, they're really expending just by a different name. Mm. Um, and we give the example of um, uh, the federal government providing, uh, you know, really can provide, can try to subsidize research um, in two ways. It could, you know, write a check out to pharmaceutical companies for research for uh, prescription drugs. We give the number of $500 million or they can actually allow the company to take a tax credit for $500 million. Um, while one is coming out of the appropriations budget, the other is coming out of the tax code. They're both essentially spending. Mm. Um, 
So, so our argument is that um, if we focus on tax expenditures, and, and you agree that both of these are are really, or tax expenditures are a form of spending, that economically conservatives would be on board with a reduction in tax expenditures, um, in that that would lead to a reduction in spending, and, and, and liberals would be potentially on board because that really would would lead to an increase in tax revenues to deal with with the federal deficit. Yeah, and I think that's such a, an important way to frame all of that. I think it is something that both uh, the political left and the political right can get on board with in terms of looking at those things, as opposed to immediately everyone going to their corner uh, and uh, just shouting kind of the uh, talking points back and forth about uh, you know taxes for the rich, uh, tax breaks for the rich, or no entitlements for the poor, and, and you get into the whole uh, populist arguments coming from both ends of the political spectrum, which is, is the comical portion of it all. Uh, but as you as you look at that in terms of what would have to change uh, to to take this definition of expenditures uh, to to reframe the conversation, is there anything specific that would have to happen in terms of those definitions by law or statute, or is this uh, something that we can just get to the table and start having a different kind of conversation? Well, you know, I, I don't think there's anything necessarily in the media term that you'd have to make any changes in law other than people would just have to, you know, have a better understanding of what expenditures truly are um, and take a broader view of it. Now, that being said, um, we do propose some procedural changes that I think would shed more light on tax expenditures in the future. Um, so first, you know, before, you know, putting a new tax expenditure in the tax code, um, we'd want to make sure that, you know, direct spending is, is you know, is, is not a better alternative. So, I mean, one of the reasons these, these tax expenditures are in the tax code is because, as you know, once um, a provision is in the tax code, it's very difficult to remove. So, and, you know, unlike spending, which, you know, should, although it doesn't necessarily with all the C, uh, CRs that are happening, should go through the appropriations process every year and be evaluated, tax provisions generally aren't. So, you know, the idea is that we should try to avoid them as much as possible, although some things make sense to be provided through the tax code. Um, And then second, that there should be some sunset provision for tax expenditures. You know, these should be evaluated regularly in in state and local government, especially some states. We have sunset commissions that evaluate um, the need and the necessity of of, uh, agencies regularly every 10, 12 years. Um, these these expenditures should be looked at much more closely as well because many of them have outlived their use. Yeah, no question. The sunset provision, I think, is such an important part of all of that uh, conversation. And uh, I just chuckled when you said uh, once something is in the tax code, getting it out is a uh, is more than an act of Congress. <laughs> it is a, it's a big bite and a long chew. Uh, before I let you go, Professor, uh, give us one other thing that we should be thinking about as it relates to this. Uh, I think there are so many things in here that just make so much sense in terms of uh, doing this different and getting to a better result. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have a tax expenditure budget, so people are aware of this. So, um, you know, it's not, I mean, it's it, it's it's not that people aren't aware of it, but just, there just needs to be a light shine, shine more on it. And again, I think that this is something that um, it's not a panacea for dealing with our mismatch between revenues and expenses at the, at the, the order of magnitude that they currently are. Um, but it, it's a starting point. And, and I think the benefit of focusing on tax expenditures, not only in the short term, but in the long term, is that um, if we can focus on these tax expenditures and perhaps remove some of them that may not be useful, you know, this is going to be, it's going to make our job easier in the future in the sense that we're not going to need deeper cuts in traditional spending and we're not going to need higher across the board tax cuts to bring our budget into balance. 
Yeah, uh, great perspective. This is a great piece. You should check this out at thehill.com. Uh, Martin Luby's associate professor of public affairs at the University of Texas at Austin. Uh, at Austin. And uh, Professor Luby, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a fascinating approach to a perpetual problem, unfortunately, as Congress continues to kick the can down the road. Uh, this would change the game significantly. I think this is one uh, really worth elevating and exploring because I think it can make a real difference in actually getting that financial house in order. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Again, that's Associate Professor of Public Affairs at the University of Texas at Austin, Martin Luby. And uh, I, I like the thinking. I, I had not thought of it in these terms, uh, but I think there's a lot of things in there that just make sense. Uh, and if nothing else, it would change the dynamic of the conversation. Uh, and that's what needs to happen in Washington if we're going to get to better policy which can help us reduce that deficit spending. And ultimately, we've got to reduce that $34 trillion debt. All right, we'll be right back. Sum up 